You are listening to Awaken the Goddess. Join me, Trines, as I interview lightworkers who are bringing their gifts to the world for the upliftment of humanity. Listen to their inspiring stories of courage and dedication to follow their hearts and to manifest their dreams. Welcome to Awaken the Goddess. Today, our special guest is Erin Katfer, a talented musician who uses her music for healing and her compositions are beautiful works of art. Erin is an intuitive medium who has learned how to infuse her music with powerful healing energies that lift your spirits and raise your vibration. Her music helps to open the heart chakra of all who listen. Erin offers spiritual readings and consultations for those who are in need. She is also available to create and compose a beautiful piece of music just for you. If you love the opening music for Awaken the Goddess, the piano ballad, this is one of her creations, and I absolutely love it. To connect with Erin, please follow her on Instagram or Facebook at Erin Intuitive Medium. And Erin is spelled E-R-I-N, intuitive medium. So you can also reach her by email at ecatfer at yahoo.com. And that's E-K-A-P-F-E-R-E-R at yahoo.com. And now, without further ado, here's Erin. Welcome to the show, Erin. We are so happy to have you on Awaken the Goddess. How are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful. It's an honor to be here. Excellent. Excellent. I just want to let everybody know that I love Erin's music. She's an incredible musician. And that is exactly how I met her. Going to a concert at Earth Angels. And she was playing this incredible piece. And I found myself just in tears. It was it was just a beautiful piece of music. And I knew when I met her at that point, she had to compose my music. It's an honor. Absolute honor. Thank you. I, I just love the piece that I have opening this this show. Erin, tell us, how did you get into music? I got into music when I was a little girl. It was just one of those things where I knew that it was my purpose. It was like a profound humming. Um, my mom used to play the piano when she was younger, and there was a piano still at my grandmother's house, so I would play this one family gathering uh, I was just playing around on the piano, and her uncle asked how long I was in lessons, and my mom said I wasn't. He told her, put me in lessons, and that's exactly what she did. And how long were you playing music for, like, your entire life? Or in my, yeah, my entire life. Wow. Yes, piano. And then I started taking – I always liked to sing, but I started taking voice lessons and stuff when I was in – college because I knew something was going on something wanted to bloom out there mm-hmm. the throat chakra is open the throat up. chakra the big yes. old throat wow beautiful now you are a musician and you're also a medium yes I am so how did your music evolve into a spiritual channel for your message probably through living the human experience and knowing that you are a spiritual being going through a human experience so going on my human path and acknowledging my spiritual path and kind of starting to walk in my truth where I would just start writing about my experiences, about mm. what I saw. It was just became like a, a part of life to me. 
So you began to just write the things that Spirit was showing you in your heart. Yes, exactly. Integrating it into your music. And my stuff is very honest. So it was like an outlet for things that I was going through and feeling. Hmm. So I would be honest with everything that I was feeling. So when I would grow spiritually, I would incorporate all the things that I would see from other realms and such like angels and visions and stuff like that. Beautiful, beautiful. And you can feel that in your music. It is so real. Thank you. Now, when did you realize you were an intuitive medium? I've been seeing things since I was like a little girl. Um, When I was two, I would see things like fairies in my parents' backyard. They had a plum tree, and I would always go and talk to the things out there. And so it's always been like a part of life for me. It kind of turned off when I was in elementary school and then turned back on when I was in junior high. And when I was 17, that's when things started really like expanding, seeing like spirits and angels and relaying the messages. Hmm. So all my life. Basically, you knew you had the vision. You were able to see things. Yeah, it was just kind of like a part of me. I really didn't classify it as anything. Right. Um, I didn't really know the profound power it had. Right. Um, it was just something that was just there. Part of your life. Yeah. Yeah. Same for me. Exactly. And you don't think anything strange about it because it just is. No, it just is. It's just your feelings. It's just how you see things. It brings you serenity. It's like engulfs your path, right. so to speak. Yeah. Right. It's natural. It's natural. It's natural. So how did the people around you react to your gifts when you started sharing them? Well... I actually had a lot of fear with it. Um, I was, you know, I had karma to get over and things to heal from. I was insecure with a lot of things. Being a human, being a a girl, a teenage girl, you know, living my path, so to speak. Everyone around me embraced it when I would give them readings. So that that was amazing. But there would be the occasional person that wouldn't like it when I was giving them a bit of truth that they weren't ready to hear, but that's just all a part of the the right. lessons and the practice, so to speak. Exactly. We all have that experience. Yeah. Especially if you have the ability to see into someone's path. Yeah. Everybody's not ready to hear the message you have for them. Very true. Very true. Yeah. So, But the truth always resonates differently than anything. So even if they aren't ready to hear it, your soul is going to process it differently than anything else. Right. But it was time for them to hear it. Yeah. Even if they weren't ready. Even if they weren't ready. Exactly. So when did you become aware of how powerful your gift was? Well, I was about 26 and I was going to a metaphysical counselor and she was giving me messages and then I started giving her messages back. And she actually told me, Erin, your gifts are pretty profound. You should start putting it out there and charging for your abilities. And I was like, no, no, no. This is just something I do on the DL. I I don't feel comfortable charging, stuff like that. But she says, there always has to be an energy exchange. And I think it's just kind of understanding the value within me and what I have. Right. And setting boundaries. So that was the pivotal moment where I was talking to somebody that did that for a um, a living. And she was encouraging me to do the same thing in a sense. Exactly. Exactly. I I believe people who have gifts and abilities have the hardest time charging for them because that was my path as well. Yeah. But spirit really, really was clear with me that there has to be an energy exchange. Mm -hmm. And and it doesn't have to be always in the form of money. Yeah. You know, you barter. Even for for like a cup of coffee. Exactly. And you can say, 
I can give you a reading, you can give me a reading, or, you know, I can paint your house and you can do my taxes for me. However it goes, you need to have an exchange because the universe is all about an intertwining of energy. There has to be two links here. Mm-hmm. One coming in, one going out, and it's like that DNA strand crossing each other. Exactly. It has to be that uh, exchange of energy. And it's all about boundaries. And it also helps me out in my music. Like, I'm giving you a service. Right. I need to be compensated, you know, things like that. Exactly. So it was all a lesson about kind of honoring yourself as a vessel because you can get drained a lot if you are being taken advantage of and such. Exactly. It's the value, the value you place on yourself Mm -hmm. and your abilities. Now I can never charge for healing or reading, Mm -hmm. but I can charge for my time. Yes. Because you never know how that's going to affect someone. It's priceless what you give someone else. Very true. Because you don't know what, what the value is to them. It could be priceless. Very true. Mm. So, You know, who were some of the people in your path that helped you grow spiritually? Okay, well, the first one was my music teacher. Um, Her name was Jeannie Saran, and she was amazing. Um, And I would constantly go back to her when I was younger just to, like, retweak my piano. And I even went back to her for voice lessons. And she's a very spiritual human. The second one, she was my Reiki teacher. Her name was Mary Cruzel, and she owned the shop Amagram. And she would kind of be a guide when I started seeing visions and stuff like that. And she was wonderful. She never really told me what to do or got in my way. She was a guide and she stepped aside and it was really nice. But the one person that was intertwined in my life even before I knew it was Ami Jordan. She's the proprietor of Earth Angels Holistic Health. I used to go to this shop called Heavenly Harbor. I think it was located off of Garfield or in Garfield. Mm-hmm. Um my friend went in there when I was 17, and I was kind of like the the girl in the corner, and she was behind the counter, and I remember she was just staring at me, and this was like the first time a, um, a proprietor was actually acknowledging that there was something within me, mm-hmm. and when I left, she said something that was really wonderful that really perked me up, and I met her again through my huge spiritual evolution when I was 26 going there for healing and now I'm a reader there she really helped me out she's a an amazing human beautiful person we're gonna have Ami on the show as well it's incredible how when you start on a journey you start meeting the same people yes (laughs) I know wait a minute you are too I are. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. That just shows you the universe is bringing the tribe together. Exactly. I love it. The family of light is really growing. We're starting to find each other again. And that's so fun for me. I love this. I love this show. I love doing this show because it helps yeah. give us a voice. I know. For it's the an family. honor to be here. I'm going to tell you again. It feels wonderful. Very elevated. My heart's all open. <laughs> in mine. In mine. It's just vibrating. I love it. Were you ever afraid of your gifts or abilities? I was never afraid of the gifts. Um, nervous, still had human stuff to get to deal with, get over karma. I think I was afraid of the potential of it, mm. the, the power that it brings to people. Yeah, That's what I was afraid of, my potential with it. Wow. Even in my music, same thing, the potential of the, the gifts that, that it is. It seems almost contradictory. Yeah, that we're afraid of our own power. 
Right? That's a lifelong lesson I have to learn. I love it. I'm learning it slowly but surely. That's what Nelson Mandela was talking about, being afraid of your own light. Yep. You know? I'm getting chills. You're saying things (laughs) that are resonating with me. Yes. Yes. Now, at this point in your journey, what has been your greatest gift to the world? I had the honor of helping a lot of people Mm. um, through my journey through my music and through my readings and it's a complete surrender and that's priceless and irreplaceable is to help others. Yes. That's my biggest accomplishment and it makes you want to keep on doing it. Right. Um, when you are living your purpose, I heard a quote say that when you're living your purpose, people thank you after you give the service or something. I think by Wayne Dyer, mm. um, it's like confirmation that you're doing something right. And the amount of people that I helped, this is what Spirit is saying, is um, priceless. And it makes me keep on wanting to do what I want to do, even on the hard days, because everybody has hard right, days. Right, right. But, yeah, you just want to keep on doing it. You're living your purpose. Yeah, keep on living your purpose. Yeah, and you feel it. And that's also priceless when you stand in your truth. Oh, man. Even if it's unconventional. Yeah, that's also priceless. That's the theme in this question. Is um, mm. It's irreplaceable and profound. Stand in your truth. I love it. Now, how would you suggest someone develop and use their gifts? Let's see. Well, my journey, I've always had something going on. But I I stumbled upon Reiki, and I became a practitioner of Reiki and a vessel of Reiki through Miracruzo, like I said before. Um, But that was my path. But every path is different. Mine started early. Some of the greatest teachers that I've learned from, their spiritual path didn't start until they were in their 40s. So it's all about divine timing, but sometimes, like, usually, not sometimes, something that's always whispering in your ear, like a book falls in your lap or something. It's just kind of like hearing the voice, Mm -hmm. um, listening to your intuition and just being ready and willing to open that door. Beautiful. Perfect. Ready and willing. And removing the fear. The fear. Yeah. A lot of people have fear when they start to have these abilities awaken within them very true because the people around them don't understand what's happening to them and they get really nervous about it and and right away it's almost like we've been trained and conditioned through Mm -hmm. religion and i'm not bad mouthing religion but there is some darkness to religion if we we, if we go there Mm -hmm. but there's a purpose for religion and to me they're doorways for you to walk through to go deeper into your spiritual path not for you to get caught in a box and everything become the devil you're afraid of everything because you're told everything's the devil that's what happened to me when i really started seeing deeply and spirit started you know showing up people that was supposed to be dead yeah (laughs) it's like wait a minute hold up we buried you like last week. What are you doing? <laughs> you know, like, but it's a point you have to get to where you get past the fear. The fear. And I had a, my big lesson was to acknowledge my power and get over my self-doubt. So I, it was a constant struggle to be like, I can't do this or what's happening. I don't, I don't believe this. You're still human. You still question things. Exactly. And it's just kind of like standing in there with confidence and getting over your doubt. And it's, Hard to stand alone and listen to yourself. We're all pack animals. Right. You know, right. you want to be involved in the pack and standing on your on your own can be very scary. 
but it's also very rewarding yeah needing that social approval and you won't get that you won't get that when you start moving off into your spiritual path and until you get around your spiritual family Mm -hmm. then that's when you'll get the confirmation that you're doing and moving in the right direction very true but in the world you know, you're looking in the wrong place for that kind of acceptance. Yes. Because they're going to tell you you're crazy and something's mm-hmm. wrong with you. And and that's their own fear being projected on you. Right. Don't let their self-hate be your mirror. Exactly. That's them, not you. Beautiful, beautiful. Now, tell me this. What are some of your last words? Follow your heart. Truthfully, I think everyone should follow their dreams. Your dreams are your purpose. And that's exactly what I did. Even if it is unconventional and it's against society, sometimes follow your dreams because that is your purpose. You should be grateful. And I'm all about living in your truth, standing in your truth, even if it's unconventional. You should definitely do that. And there's this quote that I keep on hearing by some saint, and it says, be who you are created to be, and you will set the world on fire. Ooh. Right? Ooh, I got A chills. saint said that. So, yeah, they knew what they were talking about. I got chills. I love it. Thank you, Erin. Thank you so much for being on the show today. We just honored to be here. Enjoyed you, and I love you so much. I thank you for creating that beautiful piece of music for me. You're welcome. You don't know. You don't know. Yeah, I I get chills every time I hear it. I really do. Wonderful. Well, you elevate me so much. I don't want to (laughs) leave. Well, we love you, sweetie. Thank you. I love you, too. Thank you for listening to this episode of Awaken the Goddess. For more information on our guest today, please visit us at awakenthehealing.com or follow us on Instagram at awakenthehealing, on Twitter at awakenforlife, and on Facebook at awakenthehealing. Please subscribe to our podcast to receive alerts of new episodes. We look forward to sharing more stories of transformation with you and our next episode of Awaken the Goddess. Mm-hmm.